Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Texas Potter. Oh, hey there. <laughs> and also today we have series regular Danny Cohen. Hello. Four Woo. topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the number four C podcast. Find us on all those uh, media. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Riotcast.com network. Today's guest, based out of Fort Worth, Texas, I guess is the owner and president of Whole Historical. It's a nationally recognized, uh, he is a nationally recognized authority on historic design, architecturally correct moldings, and millwork. Oh my God. He has written three books. He's a recipient of four John Staub Awards for classic architecture and craftsmanship and historic restoration. His work and writings have been featured in numerous publications, interior design books, and blogs. Maybe you know him from the TV show Lone Star Restoration on the History Channel. And yet, this man somehow knows Neil. That's right. <laughs> Twitter, it's at Hull Historical or at Brent Hull One or his website, HullHistorical.com. Brent Hull! Yeah, you, you forgot Patrick. to say fraternity big brother. Oh, oh. fraternity big brother. Let's get this going. <laughs> That's how you know, Neil. Frater- fraternity big brother. Yes. We've heard all the stories about Neil in college, like just a rabble. <laughs> you haven't heard of- all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a few. Yeah. Causing trouble. A lot of church visits. Yeah. <laughs> Only two 15-minute segments for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so you're a man on a mission to quit building crap and build more beautiful things. Things. That's yes. what it says on your website. Yes. Why are we building crap? Tell me that. Where are we building? Is how's this building? First of all, crap. Well, it's lovely until you announced that you wanted to take all the moldings off the wall. Uh, what are these? Mold- <laughs> I have moldings on the wall. What do you call these moldings on the? It's panel moldings. You yeah, said. Yeah. This is a. Uh, this is a lovely turn of the century uh, house apartment that has panel molding on the walls. It establishes proper scale and proportion in the room. It's the reason you love it so much oh, this is the reason you bought not. this apartment first of all but I didn't this buy apartment, it you rent it but this apartment used to be better and then yeah, they screwed sure. it all up yeah no I mean this was a converted <clears throat> hotel just so you know it was okay yeah. um, this would be the the middle room of converted hotel that was the other room that if you go behind that wall oh, right there there's another room very nice. obviously very yeah. nice so yeah so basically we, we are in a place and time in America where we have forgotten how to build and we build ugly houses. Not, I mean, you don't see them driving around New York, uh, but you see them in Texas. <laughs> They're <laughs> all over the place. And so we, we've got a really, uh, it's a plague, it's a virus and it's a, uh, there's ugly houses all over that we got to stop building. Why are they ugly? Like, what do you mean? Like this is a pre-war building and people, this pre-war and post-war here in Manhattan and most people love the pre-war the ceilings were higher it's a little more space and then the post-war everything was built like very it's like it's like sm- so so what happened is uh real quickly basically coming out of world war ii we started uh william levitt levitt town very close by long he, island he, he yeah, started right. building uh um cheap and fast yeah and so he started a whole he 
he was the first production builder. There wasn't a D.R. Horton or Sentex or any of these home builders before him. He basically taught a generation or two people how to build, okay, or how not to build. And so basically what happens today is you have people building who've never built before. Guys who've never swung a hammer, guys who've never done anything are quote unquote building houses. They're assembling parts and they're, they don't know how to do it. And so they end up being really ugly, big, bulbous. Yeah, what are the three big differences between the old and then the new? What, what Levitt did, what he introduced? What was like, what are the three big, two big differences? Um, well, I mean, it, it's uh, basically, there's, there's a whole book's been written about it, but basically the one idea is, is that instead of building, um, instead of crafting houses, we're, we're now just assembling houses from all these mixed up parts. You go to a builder and the builder will say, go pick your brick, go pick your windows, go pick your tile, and I'll put it together for you. And oh. there's no sense of design. The architects- the craftsmanship is Yeah, out. and then the architect's no longer involved. What Levitt did was basically push the architect out of the picture and he made uh, builders the designer and- Got it. You know, put oh, the just to save money. The hands totally, totally. Yeah, it, was, it was all about saving money. I live near Dittmas Park in Brooklyn, okay. which is a very old neighborhood, and it's yeah. all craftsman homes. Oh, yeah, They're perfect. beautiful little yeah. homes, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Each one is different. Yeah, no, they're lovely. I mean, the whole idea of cookie-cutter houses isn't even a concept until, you know, 50s and 60s. The idea of the McMansion, that isn't even a word until the 1980s. <laughs> so, I mean. Well, what are they doing in Texas? Aren't they, everything to me is all new uh new buildings every time you go there so what are they doing wrong just it's just just gaudy yeah it's just uh you know basically the guy says well you want a million dollar house okay here here's here's how we'll do it and so uh he he they end up buying cheap products they end up buying ugly windows or I, sh- I we're on radio so i can't show you but they're <laughs> they're can- they're freaking they're just ugly they're, I, I literally you drive up to them and you go uh so I do like the the modern all those you know the big glass homes. Yeah, I love those homes. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, I know a lot of our, yeah. I know that they're not you know I, yeah they're not but known. Nobody to be really. Homes, but I love them. Most people just in Texas want their freaking flat screen TV totally and a truck that goes into the garage. Here's the deal. And then and then so how does anybody? Here's the best is analogy. The people, Here's the is, best analogy. But they think they're living in a great freaking house. It's like if you ate at McDonald's every day, yeah. okay, yeah. it would eventually make you sick, okay? It would eventually kill you if, you have, if you've watched Super Size. Shit. The guy Are you serious about got, that? He literally got sick. Yes. Is that really going to happen? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> we eat shitty food, okay? Yeah. We build shitty houses. The, the comparison is exactly the same because we invented the McDonald's, the Big Mac, in the 50s, same time Leva was coming up. And the whole slow food movement is exactly what I'm trying to do with building. It's building houses that are crafted. Again. Oh, like farm the table. Farm the table. Oh, a good boom. Example. Don't get me started. They That's am nice. right. They am right. I, I, I like that idea. idea. So yeah, you're, bringing no. it, you're trying to bring uh, it back. We're trying to bring it back. Well, well that's what you did on your show. You kind of went around and kind of yeah, 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 started exactly. showing how to fix everything And that whole idea up. of quit building crap is, is, is that's what we're doing. Is, so, it, is it much more expensive to build something that's crafty? Yes. Cra- <laughs> much more? I know where you're going. Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, uh, 20%. Um, you know, it's just, so it, it's not for everybody. Um, but it's also, but here's the deal. The, the production builders that are building these cheap, fast houses, if they invested a little bit, a small proportion in the uh, design at the front end, hired more talented architects, uh, you would have better looking small houses. It doesn't have to cost more. It can be, the design can start and change better hmm. um, and be better. My watch, my wife watches that show with uh, Chip and JoJo. Do you know yeah. those guys? Yep. And uh, we're they fast. went to Baylor, right? Yeah, they're they Baylor people. Yeah. 
Chicken bears, right, Dale? So it's all you bearer guys. Chicken bears. <laughs> <laughs> I love pointing out to Neil when they go, all have scandals every two no, years. No, that's what you the make Baptist. it when you yeah. make a deal with God. This is where it brings you. <laughs> that's right where it brings you right to the scandal. Well, w- they made a deal with God first, and then they made a deal with the devil, and then the devil seemed to win. And now, they, Chip and Joan again <laughs> yeah. are. Uh, you know they're they're house flippers, right? right? She's really talented. They're fun to watch. I've watched their show. Yeah, uh, they're super nice people. Um, we our production people had the same people uh, or some of the same people on our crew was on their crew, and they're real people. Um, that doesn't mean his houses are very well built or mm-hmm. very well designed. Um, you know, a lot of times they're ripping out a lot of the good stuff, and so she can put you know shiplap on the wall and so she loves shiplap she loves shiplap and so <laughs> i don't even know what that is what is that exactly <laughs> so what you is, gotta, what's shiplap i'm the one who's gonna yeah what shiplap. is shiplap i want to know what shiplap is it's boards that are basically uh it's and when you go back in the 1920s and you yeah, i know what you're talking rock about. or the yeah. boards off the wall you see these boards that were running horizontal before okay. the age of plywood before the age of plywood it was the uh it was the sheathing that kind of helped the framing stay together so it's a structural member that when you tear it off these walls and they end up painting it, it has this very rustic look. It's very cabin, uh, you know, cottagey look. And it became very popular, um, probably too popular. But uh, <laughs> she's bringing it back a little bit. <laughs> what, what? But then they on that show, they do go out and get like they go find old pieces of wood and, blah, you know, stuff like that. So is that you're OK with that part? <laughs> yeah. What are they doing right, Brent? How are we going to fix it? I like that show. When they get done with the house, I'm like, oh, my God. I wish I could do that with the, my apartment. Or But, but you- here's the conversation we're having. You're like, yeah. you We're talking about hamburgers, and, yeah. and you're like, well, what's wrong with their hamburger? Well, there's nothing wrong with a hamburger. But but let me tell you about steak, and let me tell you about cordon bleu. All right, let tell me tell me some- you about lobster. Let me tell you about some of these finer dishes. I don't, I'm not even a great chef, so I don't know what even to say. But let me tell you about these finer things that, that are possible out there. And the hamburgers are fine, and what they're doing is fine. But it's not what it could be. Okay, so, but uh, you're you. Does anybody care? Like, if if I if you walk in and no, I mean, if I walk into a house and then uh, with whatever the the molding that you put into it, am I gonna go? Oh wow, that look that's a that's steak. Yeah, that's the problem. That's why you're I don't know dropping di- listeners right and left just as we talk, <laughs> talk yeah. about this conversation. Because I don't know because what I'm looking. Most at. people don't care, right? Yeah. And so. Uh, no, but they care. No. They just don't know don't, they care. They don't, that's exactly right. They t- everyone cares about this. Yeah. They like, don't care until they see it and try. You know, they see it. I guess. Well, they don't get it. They don't. They don't care until their houses start falling apart. I mean, I I think <laughs> we're really starting to build you know disposable houses, which mm. purely from a, a conservation point of view, the waste that is going into these houses, literally putting products on the house that won't last for thirty years. We're building disposable houses, and and that is bad for everybody. I'm going to say something really horrible, and I, I was thinking about it for the past 20 <laughs> seconds. Yes, no, but I'm going to say it. So it's really horrible, but I'm going to say it anyway. So Ditmas Park is a beautiful neighborhood that I live near, and it's all crept. And these are homes were built, like um, I'm going to say, 80 years ago. Yeah. They're beautiful yeah. little homes. And sadly, now there are immigrants Oh boy! That had yeah, bought yeah. some of these homes, yes, and they broke them down, and they have these orange brick with chrome. I mean, they are destroying <laughs> the neighborhood, and I can't handle it. I can't handle. I I get very. Now you very, know how I feel. I'm enraged <laughs> yeah. when I walk. I'm like they're beautiful little like American homes, like right. just you know traditional, and then you have these gaudy 
marble with silver chrome. I don't know what's going on. It's, a, it's so upsetting to me. And I think it's because they really don't understand. But, but because they've been they're living immigrant. In, they're from another no, 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 world. But you're, you're, you're explaining I like exactly American. what's going on. That I look at these I, houses and I say, ah, oh, that's so charming. It's so American. Yeah. And then next door, some jackass builds a McMansion. You're like, what the right, what hell are you doing? doing? I, mean, I can understand but one. You, but here's the deal. You've seen what's good. And now you're seeing what they're doing. You're going, ah, yeah, it's terrible. And that's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's it's, welcome to my world. What uh in New York? Let's since oh, we have New York as a frame of reference. I can't go down to Texas and look at these places. But what in New York have you seen? What do you like here, and what don't you like here? Like buildings that have gone up. Like the Trump Tower couldn't be worse, right? Yeah, there's a lot. Of, it's basically, that's gaudy of gaudiness. Yeah. So, so modern architecture, I think, is a, is at a place where it's becoming irrelevant. Okay. In mm-hmm. the, in other words. So a quick history, like these these 1920 turn of the century yeah. buildings, the the stock of buildings that you have in New York like this are fantastic. The ornamentation is wonderful, the design is wonderful. But what happens is is that when modern architecture started taking over, Seagram's building, right? right. The, you know that was the yep. very first, or one of the very first modern buildings. They stripped away all the ornamentation, so the steel and the glass, which as a concept philosophically is wonderful. Let's strip away all the ornamentation. Let's get down to the the true bones and flesh of this building, right? right? That's cool. Problem is that 20 years later, every building looks the same, right? And so they, they came out with a book, Venturi, I think came out with a book where he's talking about, uh, less is, uh, so it started with Mies van der saying less is more. And now it it got to the 1950s and 60s says less is a bore. Right. (laughs) And so all of a sudden, all these downtowns start looking the same, like forward Texas, downtown, the sky sign is ugly. Right. But the New York, New York line, which when you think of the beautiful buildings in New York, you think of the Chrysler building, you think of the the, uh, Empire, Empire State Building, you think about those Woolworth, those incredible buildings built during a period of time when and just like with home building that fell apart with Levitt. You know, in the 50s and 60s, same thing happened with modern modern art, modern architecture. So you have get Frank Gehry's of the world who are doing these crazy, wild, which are almost more engineering projects. They're, right. they're like they've learned how to to AutoCAD steel so that it can do these wild things. And the only reason they're able to build those buildings is because of the computer modeling. It's the computer modeling that has allowed them to do what they're doing with those buildings. So architecture is really searching for itself, trying to figure out what's next, and it's 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 in trouble. Hmm. Uh, let me ask you, while we still have time in this segment, two things, uh, very important. I want to get to a show. I'm getting to the show. That's where I'm going. First, the show. Lone Star Restoration, this was a History Channel show. Yep. So it's interesting that it's on History Channel, so you're more <laughs> like historic you know, you, you would add the history as right. well to the yeah. architecture, which is it. Is there anybody else like you in the world right now that does this? Um, yeah. Who is your competition? Um, Not Neil. Is there a guy out there or a girl out there that you fucking hate? <laughs> There's a guy. <laughs> I, shouldn't have I shouldn't have cursed. I apologize. There's a guy on DIY. I haven't seen oh, his God. show. It's called Restored. He's out in uh, California doing this kind of stuff. That okay. restoration addict in there, uh, uh, that hot little blonde that does that show. Oh, I'm uh, watching rehab that. Rehab addict. Yeah, you would that probably can, like that. That's Count Because they're your people. <laughs> uh, they're, they're getting there, right? I mean, the problem with rehab addict is she's basically a realtor flipping houses, and she likes the historic stuff, and mm-hmm. so and, and she does a you know a careful job. Her craftsmanship isn't that good. But no, she's, she's about the right ideal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I had more comments on our show 
that thank God finally someone's restoring houses instead of ripping them down. And so there, there is a, uh, I think a, a strong desire for that from people that wait, we time out. We don't have to be tearing these things down. They're, they're actually lovely, lovely buildings. Like this room. Okay. Mm-hmm. This, the architecture tells a story about, uh, about this time and place, right? Whether you like it or not, it tells a story and it, and it, it takes you back in time. Same thing with all those houses. Like, what's the story? Like a sad comic that <laughs> came to New York with a dream <laughs> and still here, still in the same room for 20 years. Yeah. Uh, you like yeah. the mold. It. You like that. You like all. You this know, stuff. I do have I a like story. Brent stayed with me one time and I showed my craftsmanship. <laughs> when oh, Neil's apartment. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my yeah. God. I got so excited because me and Bethel painted the bathroom. That's pre pre-war. Could you imagine? No, I, I didn't. I mean, because I'm friends with Brent, but I, I didn't realize his expertise was so... <laughs> Yeah, and so I was, I was bragging that I painted my bathroom. But I then, started laughing. And His then bathroom I, is like a two by two square. And yeah. then I went and showed Brent, and he's like, "Like the fuck are you talking about?" Like, <laughs> and we were so proud that we did a, we did something. We and all we, we didn't even scrape the shitty the paint fact, off. Fact, we just painted over. You were so glad that like, you ended up in a hardware store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, we had to go buy paint. <laughs> wow. And then Brent threw up first, uh, and he was like, I, I, he didn't even say anything. He was like speechless, and then. It didn't dawn on me until like two days later what I had done. I showed like this this amazing person uh, my shitty bathroom that I painted. But I was you, proud of that. I was if you had Neil on the show, what would Neil even do? Neil, just go pick up that piece of wood and bring it over I here. I told like, him he should be my comedy writer. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'll write or I'll do background work. But the problem was when he told me that story, I realized he had no clue about anything, you know, building. And so right. I was just like... But I, I, don't know, I don't know how you I, I help. swear to God, though, I'm totally obsessed by old buildings. <laughs> Me and Bethel went on the tour of the Woolworth building. We just went on the tour of the Flatiron. I went to down. I mean, I love all this shit. I love all the old buildings. There's something about it's attractive to me. The most, the most upsetting part about these buildings is they, the windows because they put new windows in and yeah. have nothing to do with what's going on inside. That's exactly right. Yeah. That yeah. destroyed your your, uh, your home. You know what? Windows. It didn't destroy my home. It made it better. The windows would rattle. They were so ding, ding, ding. ding. I don't yeah, know what you're going to restore. I got to restore nice. rattling windows from 1920. Yeah, no, those, it's not a nice feeling. It sounds like an earthquake. Why change your windows? No. Because it sounds like they're going to fly in. Oh, and remember the little chains they had? Oh, my the God. The worst. Yes. This on. is yes. called Come technology on. and innovation. Wait, was this always there? This house whisper kind of thing that... Like when you had grown up, it was always there. No, no, no. I went to a school for historic preservation in Boston, and that was and it. yeah, that was where I learned to whisper. Um, that, but that's where you found the, <laughs> that that was always in you. But did you look back before that and go like, oh, I, I kind was of- always building stuff. I was I was fixing up cars in high school. I was building stuff. I was always working with my hands. So I okay. always liked doing that. Kind oh, of you stuff. could have molded Neil into a better human, but <laughs> he's my big bro, <laughs> big brother. I didn't your failure as far as I'm concerned. Sigma. Um, uh, before we end this segment, I want you to tell because if I don't get this out, uh, I'll never hear we the end of it. Talk the about barber. Show. I just want to hear about the Barbara Streisand incident. Yes. Tell oh yeah. Them. And then and then we got to move on. So uh, a lot before the show, probably ten years ago, uh, I was in my office and I got a uh, my secretary runs to the office. No, no, no. That's before. So I get a call from a from an assistant. She says, um, "Hi, I'm Jennifer. I work for Barbara Streisand. Um, we're really looking for some moldings. I had a molding catalog, an historic molding catalog. We're looking for some moldings." And and I said, "Yeah, well, just send me the email and just and then I'll I'll give you a quote." They just wanted samples. So she sent me these moldings. There was like a Victorian molding and an arts and craft molding. And I was like, you know, I'll probably never get a chance to t- to deal with this again. So I'll just screw it. So I said. Uh, the moldings you've chosen are no good um, because <laughs> you've got these different time periods and everything else, and they never responded. 
And so uh, about a month later, the girl goes, hi, we're just looking for your moldings, wondering why you, we never got them. I was like, uh, well, I, I did send an email back. I was waiting for a response. I didn't hear anything. Oh, okay. And click. And next day, uh, my secretary runs to the office. She goes, Barbara Streisand's on line one. Barbara Streisand's on line one. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sitting there looking around like, like how do I mark this point in time? And I look at my computer, and there's that little clock there. So, okay, okay. Uh, hello. Hello, Brent. This is Barbara. And, just about to... and so we ended up talking for an hour and a half. Wow. And uh, thir first 30 minutes, she's just. Right. And then the next 30 minutes, we're kind of going back and forth. And so. By the end of it, she invited me out to her house in California. In California, that she was building, that she did that book on, and uh, we ended up going through her house. The first, and and we ended up making some moldings for her, but sending it out there. She was so nice to me. She treated me like family. I stayed in her guest house, wow. which was really wild. Walking around, and seeing all these pictures of her at the Emmys and the Oscars and everything else. <laughs> um, I looked in one. To open the cabinet armoire. I don't want people to think I was snooping, but I <laughs> open the armoire yeah. to watch TV and all the VHS titles of Yentl and like uh, casting and all these different things. It was pretty crazy. Uh, anyway, so we helped her a little bit and uh, she was super nice. Her, I took a satchel of books out there because she wanted to look at uh, historic millwork. That lady was. She loves that stuff. Unquenchable. I mean, just yeah. She literally, loves that it, was, stuff. it was. It was. I was exhausted. It was midnight. We we're in her, upstairs in her office. She kept going through books. Kept yeah. going through books. It was crazy. Her capacity for, you know, just digesting all that stuff. It was and, crazy. And you and you fixed her house. We did some help work on her house. My I favorite part of that story beautiful. is the whole time he has really no idea who he's dealing with. <laughs> well, he has no he's, idea. He's I from remember, fucking Texas. He's like Barbara who? Streisand? I remember. Is she famous? Yeah. <laughs> that's what makes him so. That's what makes him. That's why they you hit knew, it you off. You knew who it was when. Yeah. I, no, no, but, but you he know how, doesn't know. Like, this is not, Danny's dream to yeah, spend yeah, three yeah, minutes yeah. with Well, Barbara I remember Streisand. watching her in an interview and she said that she matches the inside of her house to the outside of her house. And I was like, oh, wow. I never thought about that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> there you go. when you look at, did you really? When you look at, she said, when I like to look out that the window, I want to make sure concepts. that everything in the garden is matching everything inside yeah. her home. They just speak to one another. That's ah, amazing. I don't know, know whether she got that for me, but I did say that. Do you feel like you just talked to Barbara Streisand through Brent? <laughs> yeah, that was like a moment where it went through you and through Brent. No, Brent does not appreciate her the whole time. Like he's not like if Bethel he's goes not blown away by if Barbara Bethel Trump. goes there, she's never gonna make it out of the bedroom because right. she's crying at the Yentl tapes. Like she's just like, oh my god, yeah, she that's can't. True. But Brent's just taking it all in. I'd say ninety percent of the people, if you took them from New York in your position, couldn't breathe. Oh this. really? Yeah. Interesting. And you're yeah, like, yeah. all right, whatever. Break it totally breathe well you look you've, you've gotten high end barbara streisand low end well, Neil well we didn't even get to talk about the show we'll do that later we talked about the show what are you talking about no i wanted to go through how he got it all right we'll go to, we'll go through that later we can do an extra segment if you want texas we want to talk about Texas. this is neil's producing this segment he wants to talk Why about do you texas always, you make the topic and then i produce well no you said i said what do you want to talk to brent about what topics well of course like, we gotta talk texas that's who he is he's a texan give me an overall view of Tech. Like if I said somebody said, give me an overall view of New York. You got New York City, and you got everywhere else. Well, you know, you we're got, in tech. We're in Texas yeah. first of all. Well, hold on, right. giving him. Let me just yeah. give him what Lenny, why we're doing this. Lenny wants to shit on Texas. He doesn't like Texas. He had a bad time in Texas. <laughs> I didn't have a bad time in Texas. It, it did not go Texas. well with you in Texas. It went fine with me. It did I'll not give you my experience well. in a minute with Texas. But New York is very different than the rest of the city. So sure. give me an overall view of Dallas, Houston. What's what's Texas like? 
like in your like opinion, political? Are we t- going no, politics? I mean, yeah, going yeah. Just going like everywhere. the cities I hear are very like urban and mixed, and then the rural areas are very conservative. Yeah, I mean, uh, you got here, red, te- you got blue. Texas, I would say that the the uh, just the vastness of the state. You've got beaches, you've got mountains, you've got deserts, you've got uh, you've got so much. You got uh, and because it's so big, I mean, literally from driving, I live in Fort Worth. Uh, down to El Paso is that a 10 hour drive and if you drive 10 hours up here you're in six states you know <laughs> and so it, you know the size of it and then each different city has its own little history um, the uh, you know Houston's so different from San Antonio which is so different from Midland which is so different um, but I but one of the things that really uh, makes Texas what it is is the whole cowboy and Indian thing yeah and which I was doing the research for because uh actually restudy Texas history because I was, as I was getting ready for the show, um, because we were going looking at houses from the 1870s and an 1870 house in North Texas was in Comanche territory, really, which is weird to think, you know, 150 years ago, there was Indians raiding houses, uh, in Texas. And it was in Texas, it was a unique area because the Western, the Northern part of the country, you know, the settlers had gone across and were, and were in those areas, but Texas, this little hole in Texas, after the Alamo, um, when it's trying to be settled, was a, you know, crazy. I mean, it's the reason why Hollywood freaked out and did so many cowboy and Indian movies because it was just such rich texture for stories and everything else. And, so, and the landscape as well. La- it, like, crazy. So it's, it's, it's still very cowboy. Yeah, that's uh, Texas in general. Just in general, oh, I mean, every you still city, get cowboy my, hats. I mean, still get... I think Texas is a very proud of of who they are and very proud of that culture. We have, I mean, we when we went to Baylor, I mean, there's a lot of people that wear cowboy hats and yeah. boots with suits and no, all, there's and all kinds a lot of, of kickers. Stuff. Yeah, a lot of kickers. That's what I call them. They they they're, they're called the kickers. Really. <laughs> Well, you guys You're are both. So <laughs> no, I swear to God, I never tell my kicker to tell jail story. It's my favorite Is this Texas a boot story. story. Well, I Wait, might have the changed the story. Can no, you hold on to no, it? No, it has nothing to do with the boot what story. What are the kickers? First Shit of all, kickers? I just want you, you to know because you guys Racist? are both Jewish. There's a place yeah. for you in Texas. Yeah, dead. there's one neighborhood <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> It's in downtown Houston. There's one school that you can go to. No, no, I'm just joking. There's a place for you. He the, is no, the a bad cities time. are diverse. No. I didn't have a bad time in Texas. I, I worked for diverse. I worked for EDS Electronic Data oh, Systems, which yeah. owned Dallas at one point. Yeah, Ross Perot. Ross Perot. What happened to this guy? Ross, he's he still go? down there somewhere. Okay, I'm sure. Dropped yeah. out. But he back in the late '80s, early '90s, somewhere in the mid '80s, or, or, you could get pulled over by the cops. Say you work for EDS, and they'll let you go. That's how big Ross was down there. And wow. uh, yeah, and uh, my company, Ross, it was molded in the, you know, he's military and yeah. blue suits, red ties, no tassels and on his shoes. And you went country western dancing. And we went down there, and I got to experience Texas for a good month, a uh, couple of times. Well, I grew up in Dallas, and I know, remember that campus with the your campus. golf course and, yeah. all, and all the different stuff they, you had. They did not want you to leave. They were the original, don't leave the campus, like Google does that now, and Microsoft does it now. But they were the original, we want you to come to work, and Is we want you to be part of the right? family, and we want you to be, that. oh, yeah. Golf course, play on the golf course, play. But as long as you you got to wear your suit to every. The only time you take off that suit jacket is in the lunchroom. Yeah, that so. was the big rumor because I interviewed with EDS. I didn't yeah, get the job. You were never my ever G- going to work my, for EDS. I interviewed with GPS at the, the business school. My GPA was a little low, 
But the big rumor was the big rumor was you can't. One point nine low. I didn't think so. I mean, not around my friends. I was like the genius yeah. around my no, just, 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 just Texas friends. Just a text shot at Texas. No, but there was a big rumor about EDS. You cannot get out of the chair. It with if you walk out of the chair without putting on your your little out of lunch room without your they'll, jacket. Yeah, they'll kill you. I had a big fight with a guy because I didn't wear a belt. You know. <laughs> It was a bit because you forgot. No, I refused. No, when I was 22, I was they, um, you know, they oh, I got new suits to get this job and they tailor your suits. I'm like, why do you need a belt? Oh, so apparently, that you're was just the, gonna the struggle. belt was the crown <laughs> molding. You're just gonna struggle in the Texas. outfit, and I refused <laughs> to have it. it. And they were like, well, if we would have, if I would I haven't had a belt the whole time. He goes, if I would have known that, we would have had to. Is that how had we a bit, big, big discussion about your job? I'm like, if I would have known we had a big discussion about my job about a belt, I'd tell you to go fuck yourself. And that was one of my big moments. And I and you got got fired. out of Texas. No, I was there for. I worked for that company. Forever. Oh, you fired but yourself. The I culture thought- down there was like a complete culture shock. They took us to a line dancing place, like a real boot scooting oh hats, gosh. and the thing. We were like, whoa! And all the <laughs> women were stunning. <laughs> but but everybody's in a cowboy hat and the bolo ties and they're all dancing. I'm like, this is crazy. And then the next song would just be a modern song. They would dance, whatever. And then they go right back into a line dancing yeah. thing. How long were you there? I'd say a couple months, maybe. Is that weeks. all? Ten weeks of I would did like two weeks one time, then ten weeks, and then I did another month, oh and I had to go down there because. But we, Brent, you're born there and raised in Texas. You really, I mean, you lived in the Northeast for a little bit, but you don't know. That's what you know. Your My whole parents family. are Canadian. They're immigrants. <laughs> They that I know you I have that, but for I grew up in Dallas. Dallas. I grew no, up in but Dallas. you're a true from, Texan. Yes, from the yeah. age of one and a half, I was in. I'm in Texan. Yeah. I consider myself a Texan. I like Texas. I grew up there. I mean, I grew well, up. You have a little Houston. accent. Somehow. I can throw it out there if I need it. <laughs> it's Neil's only accent that he can do is Texas, which is basically. You know his where accent. Texas comes into my life now because I mess up a lot. I do a, bad, a lot of stupid things, and I just say I'm from Texas, and it, <laughs> yeah. I'm right out of it in and seconds. Pe- they just like, oh, okay. People and here boom, forgiven it's right there immediately. It's, it's, it's they go, beautiful. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, growing up in Texas though, I think the food is amazing in Texas. Good. The steak and, is amazing in Texas. What Mexican are the top food three foods there? Mexican and Mexican and Mexican food. <laughs> Tex-Mex, oh, Tex-Mex. No, Tex-Mex is the best. I mean, yeah. that's why food is great in Texas. The, it's the southern comfort food. The cities are okay. You can get into the whole. I go sweet. Live, first I thing that you go is Dallas. sweet tea, which they don't have here. You order a nice tea here, right. it doesn't come I don't sweet. Drink tea, Down there so. was like sweet tea. I was like, okay, Lots now you got me. Lots right. of sugar. It was right. delicious. And the kickers yeah. and the gels. Kickers and the gels. What's that? No one. Is no, that your didn't two? you have the Wait, kickers the, in your school? What about the gels? No, in in my school, it's the sharks and the I jets. Went to, yeah, it, it really is. It's like the outsiders in my school. Okay, yeah. in my high school, I tell the story all the time. In my high school, there was the kickers, mm-hmm. right? Not me. The kickers in the back of the school. We had FFA, Future Farmers of America. They were the blue corduroy, right? You had this at your school, no? And then they were doing farm. They're raising animals in the back of my school. And then the middle of the school, because it's like a box with the middle in it, it's like a square with the middle, is the smoking area. And they're all the flannel shirt guys. And they both have a lot in common. They're both never graduating high school, both groups. But the gels are the one called the gels and jellies, and they smoke cigarettes in the middle of school. And that's the jellies. And the kickers and the jellies, they freaking hate each other. And so I'm just a regular the, dude. The I'm modern day people and it's the farmers. It's like the outsiders. You remember the book, The Outsiders? Somehow this sounds like the plot to Napoleon Dynamite. No, but. everyone <laughs> accuses me of stealing the outsiders, but it's totally true. And the gels and the kickers would always meet on the football field. 
Oh. On Friday nights or Saturday nights oh, oh. and fight, like knife fight. <laughs> knife fight? Yeah, the, the jails would bring the knives. The, the kickers would just bring their pickup trucks and like bats Is he and making shit. this up? No, yes, and that's, I swear to God. <laughs> I'm beginning to think this I'm making Houston. it up. That was Houston, Texas. That's living in the suburbs of there Houston, Texas. There was a period Texas. of time yeah, yeah, when yeah. Neil did a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there's something there. I do feel Tell like I'm something. stealing the outsiders now. I feel like I've totally morphed the book into my own stories. Yes. I, I apologize if I, no, we really have. And everyone, anyway. That's you have a you have a, a belt with your name on the back. Did you not? <laughs> yes. No. You never want to. No. You but a belt buckle. You kind of <laughs> you never are Texas. You ever have dude. a belt with you your name a on belt it? Buckle. I never did a Texas. A big belt buckle. My you claim to fame is was I was the first one in my school to wear a Ralph Lauren polo shirt. <laughs> no. Never to be worn again because they called me a girl for like, and then I got shamed by <laughs> wearing so. it. And they're like, "That's not a, that's not a shirt a guy wears." And I'm like, "A polo?" And then I never wore it like again. A little horse and a little. <laughs> yeah. You would and think now that, everybody right, wears like polo. horseback riding, yeah. but not really. You were trendsetter. That's what I thought. I was like, "Yeah, I like horses." Yeah. That's no. ridiculous. No. He's trying to fit in with the kickers. And Shit. My mom, I, I'm so mad at my mom for making me wear that shirt. She's like, I got you a new polo. <laughs> <laughs> and I wore it. And then there's like only girls wear you that shirt. Bitch. Yeah, yeah. They just killed me. You grew up with the Dallas Cowboys, I would guess, yes, as I, being a big to do back then in the 70s. Yeah, no, they're huge. And uh, I mean, uh, Brent, do, do you guys consider soccer, them America's team? No. No? That's totally made up in Texas, and they <laughs> you guys gave it's like you fan. gave yourself a nickname. <laughs> it, no, seriously, you gave yourself a nickname. We're America's team, and everyone went, all right. <laughs> What? <laughs> and they, they they just propagated that. It sells and, pretty well in yeah, Dallas. Yeah, it sells yeah. though. We're like, what? <laughs> Nobody outside of Texas thinks that. Well, wait the a thing. minute. Wait a minute. There's a reason why his franchise, the Cowboy franchise, is worth more than other franchises. There's there's something to it. It doesn't live well in Giants land. Oh no, but, they, they but there's, there's oh absolutely. They did an amazing job of branding this, and at the time that the NFL like popped, right? They were great, right? And so, and you had the. The, the classic guy with the cowboy hat, right. you know, like to, that's Landry. why Texas is so interesting. It really was like, okay, it's the Texas guy. And then you get like a couple of players like, Hey man, I catch those. Balls. I, I you love know? Friday night lights. Walt Friday. Garrison. Walt Garrison. Like Friday night lights. It's Texas. Yeah. yeah. And so they're very yeah. much. Friday night lights. Texas football is still huge. It's yeah. huge. So like, that's where it came from. Like the Texas thing, Texas, is a, a very football, a big football state, Friday night lights. And it grew that everybody knew that. And so all these big players, it's like New would York come out and of Broadway, like we kind have of. Broadway and they have a football. That's right. Barbara's so ours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're Barbara's team. Yeah. yeah. The New York Streisands. Oh, the New York Streisands. Nobody would complain. <laughs> the oh, the way he about let that, that's a team that you could get <laughs> behind. Yeah, right that's there. that's your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny would be wearing the baseball hat. <laughs> the whole thing. We would have finally had a stadium in the city, in the village. You know what I mean? We would have got <laughs> yeah. a real stadium. Yeah, like a real stadium in we Chelsea. Said that for, if there was the New York Jews, you know how many people would root for the New York Jews? Like, the whole city would be rooting for the Jews. The New Streisand is even better. It's so great. But yeah, that Texas has that, you know, a couple of reputations for a bunch of stuff. But what's your, what's your favorite part of Texas? Like, what do you love about Because you obviously love it, and you have your business there, and... Uh, I mean, it, 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 so it's southern. It's it's very everybody's very friendly uh, there as opposed to New York, which yep. tends to you're right. And yep. So the uh, it's, and you really notice a difference. You think it's just what is it? Just everyone's just super aggressive and kind of nasty here. Yeah, yeah. They've just got their head down and they're they're blowing and going. I mean, we're busy. 
They're busy. I mean, <laughs> there is energy it's here. It's also a melting pot. So you have a lot of different, different cultures yeah. all in one little tight little place. Yeah, when your family comes with you, I know they came the last time or whatever. When they travel with you, do they go, oh, my God. Do you guys culture My daughter, shock? my youngest daughter wants to go to Parsons next year. She, ah. she, is, uh, she just loves New York. Just just the energy here. Yeah. Just the it's, it's, it's fabulous. And you drive in. We drove in yesterday and we we're just uh, in the cab. And we we're just like, you can feel it here. So that's pretty exciting. Texas doesn't have that. <laughs> yeah, um, let me talk about that for one second. When I went down there, holy slowness. I <laughs> literally, when you come from that energy your whole life and you go down there yeah. and everybody is friendly, but it, I thought they were putting it on. Like yeah. if you told me this was a play just for a Truman Show, just for me, I believe It's probably it. like when we go down to Mexico, we're just like everything's manana or something. Yeah. It's just like that. There is a definite step in pace. Um but so it's southern. Um, there is a hunting and cowboy and and ranch culture there. If you read Michener's Texas, he talks about how ranches are kind of written into a Texas DNA. Um, so wide open spaces, yeah. being able to go out west and doing that stuff. Um, and you still hunt? I still hunt. Yeah. I mean, I don't have time to do anything anymore. But I'd love to bird hunt, and so it's just kind of let me part ask of you about that up. for a second. Yeah, what is the allure of this? Of bird hunting? You take a gun and mm. you're walking around the plains looking to <laughs> shoot birds. So here's the deal. I don't. If you're from here, that makes no sense. Is the, it just relaxing? You're already slow. It, the thing, the pace is already slow. How much slower do you want to go? So here's, here's the magic. Okay. okay. Please. Um, yeah, explain this to us. <laughs> <laughs> you got three minutes left in the segment. Yeah, so there is, uh, there's something about you get a dog, okay, or you get a number of dogs and you go out to a field and this is quail hunting yeah and uh the dogs are moving they're working so this is like totally going back to a time when you were uh you know living off the land and you've got dogs that are work dogs that are actually ever heard of seen a dog sh uh herding sheep mm -hmm. it's like that it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch it's very it's organic it's very organic and so then you're going <laughs> through these fields and then these these dogs start getting low and you're it, it, the tension rises a little bit and then quail hunting is exciting because You'll walk up from here to the wall, 10 feet away, and nothing's happening. The dogs are on point, they're sitting there, and you're walking up like looking at each other like, why aren't the birds flying? Why aren't... And then literally you'll get three steps away and then boom, literally just shit is and just and this then, very and then, exciting, and yeah. then boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And, and then, then you eat them, you bite the head <laughs> off. <laughs> and you suck their guts and out. And do you feel bad about it? I, I, quail is delicious, by the oh, way. Have you ever shit. had quail? See, the Anybody problem is quail? you guys well, are so separated no, I, I from, cannot, from eating the food. No, and, and I, I'm we a, as a hypocrite culture, in the right? that I can't. Like, I can't believe you yeah. kill cows. Uh, let's go have a hamburger. No, I'm a hypocrite in that sense. I totally admit that I'm a hypocrite. Oh, I don't care about killing the food. I just want to know what the allure is of like shooting You You kill it. It's exciting. If you went with me, Lenny, next time I go quail hunting, you're coming. Let me tell you something. And, and, and it, you've fun. never seen complaining like this. You <laughs> I don't have no idea. I slaughtered a chicken yeah, yeah. seven times. What really? do you mean? I had to, I, I one time. To eat it? To eat, to, to no, so just whatever. for pleasure. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I know. Yeah, just for fun. Yeah. What's <laughs> going on in Brooklyn? <laughs> yeah. No, no. But, but you I talk like, about uh, my mother chicken. Yeah, I'll show yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but uh, you know, uh, I like eating burgers and I like chicken, so yeah. I, I don't. I, the idea of, of hunting is is very no, normal to me. It makes me a hypocrite when I say that, but I definitely would feel bad about sh I, you know shooting. But I guess you I have to say. be nice about it. 
<laughs> just do it no, with a smile on your face. No, but that's the whole free range argument. Like you don't feel as bad that your chickens lived a nice life. That's a free range chicken. You don't want a chicken that's been like in a barn the whole time. But that's just hypocritical. Too. Really? Yeah, that's what. That's the new. Never yeah, mind. That is. That's like, a lot of people. Neil likes to them. read to his chickens free before he eats it. I want my. Chi- I don't know. I gotta stop eating. Meat. All right, look, quick, give me thirty God, seconds on Austin. They say Austin's different than the rest of the states. Yeah, it is true. Uh, they have, there's T-shirts that say "Keep Austin Weird," uh, <laughs> and, and, and there's a lot of people that think that. I mean, it's it's definitely more of a hippie culture. It's gr- it's one of the fastest growing cities in America right now, and so it's kind of lost its charm for, for me and Neil when we go back there 30 years ago and would drive down there. It was just the the music was awesome, the food was great. There's, so there's a great music scene we didn't even talk about, hmm. um, and so. Uh, Austin is a great town. It has a great vibe. There's a city, there's a river, the Colorado River runs through it. You've got these natural springs. Um, it's a cool town. It's a college town. Um, they just have a great vibe about them. Cool. But that, I think, everybody goes from here to Austin for this festivals down yeah, there South now. Southwest, Comedy, Southwest. South, South I mean, they Comedy have that. They love Moon Tower. They love yeah. it. It's People cool. love Austin. It's cool. It's, it's a very laid back uh vibe down there but so. it's still texas it's <clears throat> yes. not that much different it's just that university of texas is there that's what makes it different cool let's move on that's what i said all right neil take that texas i go neil give me another topic you want to talk about and but, neil goes cowboy boots boom i'm like we're gonna talk for 15 minutes about cowboy boots okay like, i claim we can talk about anything for 15 minutes go neil we what's the allure call them kickers is that kickers no those are called ropers Ropers? Well, is that we, true? Is he we, making this stuff up? No, that's true. No, no. no. Okay. So well, in Texas, you got to understand what was going on. There was a lot of cowboys, and I'm a guy that likes to follow the trends. <laughs> like, I, I, if I go to Star, yeah, if I go, <laughs> I have no defenses against that shit. Like, if I walk in the Starbucks and hear a song, I buy the song. I like the song. That's it's like true. I, so therefore, I just my biggest memory of Texas is is. It was the, going back to the kickers and the gels, but it's also cowboy boots is such a big deal. Everyone used to wear these ropers. Did your brother that, also have brothers? Both had only pairs? only one. The cowboy stuff only broke through with one person, and my little brother. It broke through to him. The little he brother. tried the ropers, and it was embarrassing <laughs> for the whole family. Wait, did he? He did the. <laughs> we rope, still haven't forgiven him. <laughs> ropers, and then you get a. It's a real <laughs> costume you have to wear. You have to wear ropers. Mm-hmm. Wranglers. You don't even know what ropers are. They're brown boots. <laughs> no, that's uh, not true. Please well, straighten us the, out, Brent. No, ropers. The you would say the general outfit of Texas is ropers, Wranglers, and a starch button-down shirt. Yeah, but there a, you a go. A roper boot is a different kind of boot than like a cowboy boot. Yeah. that's why they're called what's ropers. The diff- what's the difference? Well, so <laughs> cowboy culture. You want to go ahead and tell them the difference? No, you read that book. <laughs> You're way ahead of me. I did. I'm gonna I, defer I to you on everything. A roper and He's a been, cowboy. No, I only watched his show. That's it's my the, knowledge. It's the of size text. of yeah. the heel on the back of it. So okay. basically, the idea was that if you were roping a cow, mm. okay, that you had to get out of your saddle really fast. If you've ever watched a rodeo, uh, they they do that thing where they the cow shoots out of the thin, the guy runs down, yep. and they hook it, and, and then they hook it, they hook the rope to the saddle but they're trying to tie the cow up as fast as possible. Right. A roper boot was designed so they could get out of the saddle and the stirrup in particular very fast. Oh. And so the, a cowboy boot has a much deeper heel that actually 
that angles back so that it holds onto that stirrup. Oh. And so a rope or boot was designed to be kind of a, a faster way of a getting straight out of the heel. stirrup. Yeah. Well, it's a shorter heel, a so shorter it doesn't heel. hook on the stirrup as as much. And so there you go. What are those, That's what a are those little what are those little silver things in the back that were the little the spurs. Wheels? The spurs. Yeah. yeah. Brent wears those. What were those for? <laughs> was that to dig into the horse to make it go? Actually, no, make the horse go. Yeah, it was for the Hollywood movie. No, it this was is functional. Meant, no, this is but where here's the deal. Yeah. I've I've got guys that that clients who actually collect uh, old spurs and the dove head spurs and the different things like that. The actually the workmanship on those things is pretty crazy. <laughs> wow. And and you'll actually uh, because it's silver and it's uh, it's like fine metalsmith. But they uh, but there's people that still wear spurs. Like you, if you walk around Fort Worth, you'll still see. I don't know. Once a month, I see people walking around with spurs. Wow. Lone Spurs Restoration. I see a new, a new <laughs> business for no, you. No, but everyone, like girls wear boots. Like I never could. Well, yeah. Well, girl. when did it go from like functionality to like fashion? Uh, Urban Cowboy? Pretty quick. Was I mean, it for it, the movie? Did the movies change things? Uh, or No, I think it is. Gillies? I mean, that whole thing was massive. Because you go down to these boot stores and it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Gosh, and custom boots um, and boot makers and stuff like that, for sure. Uh, I mean, some of uh, our very wealthy clients in Fort Worth wear suits and boots, mm -hmm. which I think is is kind of crazy. <laughs> but it's uh, I um, like suits and boots together. You yeah, do? yeah. I like the name suits and boots. Suits yeah. and boots. I'm sure it there's a store like a called cereal. suits and boots. Yeah, and suits so and all boot. the different uh, leathers and different you know hides that you can put on the boots, and there, there's a, definitely a whole culture. When to you it. wear suit, when do you tuck them in, and when do you put them on the outside? And do never, they have to tailor never, the suit never, to go out of the? No, you don't tuck them, tuck them in. I see you, you see them both when you're in. down there. No, you see them both when no, I was down there. No, you don't. Tuck I think them. Morning Morning shorts and boots are crazy. Does anybody wear shorts and boots? That yeah, was the, big the, here for a while. Yeah, that guy, really, right? No, the girls, the girls, the girls, the girls, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. more of a. Girl well, thing. I just remember because see, at University of Texas, there's this group. Like we went to Baylor, there's this group called the Cowboys. Yes, and they take care of the freaking steer there, right? And they wore ropers, Wrangler, and Star shirt. And one of those <laughs> jerk offs stole my girlfriend. What? I just remembered it. That's why I freaking hate. You know, I'm not gonna say I want to curse. That's why I fucking hate those freaking Roper boots. Oh, really? This cowboy. I have to go down there and watch this what girl. I, I watch. No, a made I up swear story. to. It's <laughs> absolutely made up. I swear to God, maybe it is. He doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> like a low boot. No, and he it's wore Roper. He how do you know what it's like to lose a girl to a guy wearing a cowboy hat? It just hurts. It hurts deep. <laughs> Why? Because it's worse. He's like, it's a cowboy. It's a movie thing. She's like, he pulls up on the horse and the cowboy, she gets on the back. I Bye, the Neil. Whole, the whole cowboy. Nice shirt. Nice polo yeah, shirt. Another, what, are, what are we living in? Like, it just doesn't make I don't know. That's what she it. wanted. She's from there. She wanted a Texas guy. You, you were a hybrid. Did you ever? <laughs> <laughs> well, Chrissy was a boot girl, kind of. And you're a boot guy. Look, I own uh, How many pairs two of boots pairs of you? boots. No, really. How own, many do you own? I own a work pair of boots and a dress pair of boots. So you work in your boots. Uh-huh. And then how do you, I hear you can't even walk in those things if you don't know what you're doing. They're the most comfortable thing. Yeah, my ever. sister loves them. They're so comfortable. Really? The I most thought you comfortable like shoe I have or something. Is is a How many pair cowboy hats do you own? I have no cowboy hats. What about your son? <laughs> I don't think he has. We're not a really big hat family. But he's a boot guy? He has a pair. Of, he has a couple of pair of boots. Yeah, do you think it's strange if I bought a pair of boots? Because I'm short, and I feel like short guys shouldn't be wearing cowboy boots. Um, you don't have well, a lot of it, short people. It, in I Texas. think it's more weird that you're in New York and you want to have a pair of boots. <laughs> Not Danny. <laughs> no, no. There was a, Danny can pull a, up. Anything. I thought about it once, and I'm like, no, it's too much. But like, this was I, big short. downtown for a while, right here. Yeah, cowboy boots. Every really? once in a while, you yeah. see, but not really. I it mean, goes in see, and out of fad here. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wait, I remember when I was in college. Like, boots and, on, and like, well, on 8th Street here in New York City, on 8th Street and uh, right off of Broadway, yeah, you'll, there's, a, there's a very big boot store there. Yes. A huge boot store. And but but are, are, are a lot of guys in Chelsea and in West Village like ca- boots? cowboy boots. That's what I mean. Not a boot store like no, boots, but boots, like boots, Uggs, right? No boot boots. But that's not a big thing in, in Chelsea and all those. No, it's not a big thing. But every once in a while, but there's you'll a see boot someone... crowd. There's like a cowboy crowd. There should in be in the gay community. <laughs> uh, yeah, boots and saddles is a gay in the club. gay community. <laughs> yeah, boots and saddles. <laughs> in the uh, it's on Christopher Street down. Are you serious? On, yeah, yeah, boots oh, and saddles. Shit. So there is look, that 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 niche. Yeah, look for Neil is. to show up. But they also wear <laughs> what those, address? Wait a second. What street is that on? What are those? Because I might just accidentally yeah. have to make a what phone those, call. Yeah. What are those leather pants that uh, the chaps. chaps? So they wear chaps here, but without no, but anything was, underneath. That was rawhide. Remember the club rawhide? Rawhide. You'll see chaps, and you also boots and saddles, which is down the block from rawhide. Yeah, I got yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. No, right. Rawhide was in Chelsea. Rawhide was in Chelsea because I right, went right, for right. apartment no, above Rawhide. Yeah, in the sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you happen. ever ride the mechanical bull? I rode one mechanical bull. It was hard. It is hard. Yeah, it's not. It's not fun. I, like, would I wouldn't do it again. Now I look it's at like it. I'm too a slick barrel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Throwing you around. It wasn't I'd like the movie. It wasn't like well, there was the big revolution that went through when we were back in the day, like ten years ago, back when we were in college, was the 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 boots then the two-stepping and you'd go out and you that's all we would that's do that's because urban cowboy right that yeah. was the early 80s that but no it was rocketed like, everything that yeah. brought it into new york and but you go everybody. you would go two-stepping in texas all the time have you guys were you would go out go two-stepping everyone gets in this big ass circle and you just roll around the circle and you'd go two as fast as you can yeah you two-step with your girl and you don't know what you're doing. Can but you, you do just, this? Yeah, you, not wait, really. Wait, wait, can you do step? Absolutely not. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> but I tried. A dosi do. I remember, <laughs> I remember going with uh, to a Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson concert in Waco, and they put peanut shells on the on the dance floor, and you could hear the people scooting their their boots almost over the music. It was just a shh 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 shh. shh. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Uh, yeah, why do they do that? Just for I don't that. Know. I don't know. This is the thing. It looks cool though. Some it's like every club. Some of the ki- some of the people were great, and the yeah. rest of them were like me. They just didn't. Even, we were just annoying. Like I was annoying those people. But they, yeah, it was. I don't know the whole the whole cowboy thing and country music and all that stuff. There was some like when we would go out, we would listen to country music. We would, you know, you'd always be around it. But I I started to like country music. You know, I still think that one song is like the perfect <laughs> country western song because we used to always listen to this David stuff. O- Did David the rest o- of the guys o- in the frat when you guys were there have you boots? Only say Fraternity, you can't say frat. Just Why can't you say frat? It just don't say it. It's just embarrassing. What? You don't you, call a fraternity a frat like you don't tell, call your country a... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I was told. That took, that took a that's while for me. I'm like, huh? And then I'm like, oh, oh my God. We were, like, we were brainwashed. <laughs> All right, your fraternity. Did you have boots in the fraternity? You know the saddest thing about my fraternity is like the only thing I memorized, all the shit I learned in college, I've only memorized the founding fathers of my fraternity. <laughs> that's what I remember from college, and that's pathetic. That is pathetic. I'm, I'm ashamed you, to say was that. Was there an outfit? Did you have to wear boots in the fraternity? We had beanies. Yeah, we had beanie. <laughs> no. Do you have a picture of Neil with a hat. beanie? A small really? hat. With a thing on top? It didn't have the thing on top, but yeah. it was a beanie. I don't know why we were wearing yarmulkes, but they, they <laughs> yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Someone must have went down there. A Jewish guy went down there and yeah. sold all these yeah. losers. Of, hey, it's a beanie. I put a bill on this. I can call it a beanie. Yeah, he's all he's laughing. He's like, these yeah, fucking funny. assholes are all wearing yarmulkes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, no, but that was the culture. Country music, boots. That's you know, that's what I think of when I think. Of, I mean, I don't. It's not that I did it. It's not that my friends did it. It's just some reason I've been away from Texas for a while. But that's still. You know, when you were trying to date these co-eds, can I say co-eds? No, that sounds terrible. Co-educationals, too. just say girls. Girls, when you like co-eds with the girls in boots. What what was going on down there? Yeah, there was definitely a, a there was a group of girls that would hang out with the FFA guy, the the Future Farmers of okay. America. There they was, were all in boots. The FFA guys, that's their uniform. I can't believe you didn't know kickers. We called them kickers, but yeah, there's a whole segment of of girls that never would like me. Those are the country western <laughs> girls. They're just never going to go for me. Right. I got nothing. Because you because you weren't wearing boots? Pretty much the only thing I offered them is I could maybe get to go to church with them on Sunday and get something. You, you were know, an some, athlete. Yeah, you were, you I were, was more I was not that guy. You weren't that guy. And I wasn't a football player. Mm. So that's a fo- I feel like Why did you even were, go there? It makes no sense. Well, I lived in Texas, so that's <laughs> yeah. why I went there. Yeah. Why but, did you go to Baylor? Well, he makes that's way a good more question. sense. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I uh wasn't thinking about college, and then I got that. Uh, I could sit, kind of said, "Oh crap, I got to go to college." That's what happened to me. Yeah, it's, like, so, then, it's like my parents yeah. go, "Hey, it's uh, it's uh, June. You, what are you doing <laughs> yeah, in yeah. September?" All right, Neil. Is there anything else we should know? About? <laughs> oh, I thought I'd stay here. Uh, no, and now that like, makes sense. You're like, can I get in the Baylor? And they're like, I don't know. Do you believe in God? I'm like, I love God. And they're like, you're in. <laughs> That's a Baylor. That for was you. it. That was it. Awesome. I remember having the meeting. Simple as that. I remember having the meeting with the guy. Wore I should have wore boots. I just you I could have. You didn't even need the boots back. to get in. All right. What else do you want to tell us about boots, Neil? No, I was the only other thing I was going to talk about. Brent was country music. Like you still listen to country music though. These guys, no one up how here. Does that rev- how does that deal with boots right boots now? Boots and country music are the same freaking thing. Is it? Merrill Haggard, all these guys, David Allen Coe, right? All those old yeah. singers and uh, yeah, George I'm, Strait. Yeah. That, that's where you'd wear the boots to go to. to <laughs> like you'd wear, you'd go listen to George Strait, uh, whatever that song is. What's the famous song that we two step to like a million times? Uh, <laughs> freaking. Not all my exes live in Texas, but George Strait song, the Fireman song, or something like no, that. No, it's like his old song. God dang it, I can't remember it. Amarillo, there you go. Amarillo that's when it comes out. God dang Amarillo it. by morning. Yeah. Amarillo by morning. Up from San Antonio, <laughs> I got my saddle in Houston. <laughs> Damn. I apologize to all the country western people. <laughs> apologize to them. Apologize to everybody else. What was that? Uh, I'm just saying that's that's. Don't you believe that was kind of ingrained in us a little bit? What's that? Uh, yeah, just the whole the culture. I mean, it shows up on your show. Totally. I mean, obviously your show is low. When Star. the first guy that was pitching my show uh, was from South Carolina, he really wanted me to always wear boots, like play up my Texas accent more, yeah. and do that whole deal. Because he goes, apparently when they when we sold the show, Texas to the History Channel was like. We've got to get to Texas. History. We've got to. There's something there. There's something. There's some allurement about that. So the fact, one thing I think that we they bought the show is because I was from Texas and I had a dog. It was literally those were the two things. <laughs> oh yeah, you told me they loved your yeah, dog. Yeah, they the loved dog. the dog. It's crazy. You have a golden retriever. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's a I just yellow guessed. lab. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The dog is. Very I just much... figured like Texas and a golden retriever. Yeah, because yeah, I would love to see you take your show all over. The, I told you this before, all over the world and stuff. Like I don't know if that's a possibility. But I'd love for that because be I would love to see you in New York, and then I'd love to see you overseas in Europe and go to these cities like you know like. Well, all that, these... that was that was the original concept, and uh, is that if you're going to build an English house or a French house or something, you might be able to go to Europe to figure out what it really should look like. Right. Um, yeah. So. All right. Cool. What else we should know about boots, Brent? Take us home on this uh, one. Like they're very well crafted. It takes forever to give make us a, a, pair. a name brand. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's just like you, it's just like McDonald's. There's there's uh, there's 
Justin boots that are just like the same thing over and over again, but there's some boot makers in Texas that make some of the most beautiful things you've ever seen. What are the, like, what's the high I'll end so you. people want high? No, I'm, let Brent talk, please. I've ne- I'm begging. I've, I've never, I've well, never. Just, Justin boots, they make the regular, the regular, right. right. Yeah, like they're khaki, right. whatever. They're, right. they're the Oldsmobile of boot makers. Right, the then Levi's. they're like the. Uh, oh, Justin. Uh, the Levi's of jeans or yeah, Lee's of jeans. Yeah, exactly. And so then if you get into, uh, I don't know, there's there's a couple boot makers in town that you'll spend, start at $1,000 up to eight thousand dollars for a pair of boots did your dad buy your first pair of boots like tell us about that story (laughs) no there is no story story. my favorite wait wait, hold on what's an eight thousand dollar pair so you'd have like you'd have uh, like you get the alligator i want that alligator kill him we've done that they but it was it's some kind of a rare skin rare thing snake Um, skin it would be lizard it could be you know uh some kind of rare skin ostrich and um Ostrich is beautiful. And then they have to find the right piece of thing that can cover the boot properly. And then the stitching and everything else. And a lot of people do custom stitching and custom things like that. But it's all in the grain quality of the of the of the boot sides and the boot and then the the leather. So Hmm. All right, you got a boot story? No, I just sounded the proudest moment I've ever seen. One of my friends named Earl, he showed up at our house and he had the alligator boots and it was like a freaking proud moment for him. And my mom's like, holy shit, those are awful. If I had a pet ostrich and he died, I would make boots out of the ostrich. (laughs) Wait, wait, did you just say you killed an ostrich? No, if he died, (laughs) he had a pet ostrich. I know, but how'd he die? It's funny that you killed a chicken and now there's... (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to know what Danny's up to. Yeah, all right. Let's move on. Our fourth segment, we usually have a game for our fourth segment. Now, I cannot wait for this. Uh, Brent, we're going to, this is a Texas quiz. Okay. Cause that's our theme. It seems today. Yes. Neil made us sure to do that. <laughs> so what we do with all these quizzes, Neil has won one and only when he paired with me on it. So he's, he has never won a quiz, but this is going to be a true false at which actually one fill in the blank at the end. I want to see if Neil can get it. Texas quiz. We put Neil on the balcony and all actually right, I'm going to put Danny out there with him. I want to see if Danny can even beat Neil at a Texas quiz, knowing nothing about Texas. Nothing. And uh, we'll put him out there, and we'll give you the shot at it, All and right. we'll see if he can beat you. Perfect. All right? So, Neil, we'll put you in South Boot Fruit. I'm and also we'll... going to go to the bathroom. All right, we'll be through. right back. <laughs> okay, we put them on, out on the, uh, the balcony, which yeah. is hilarious. All right, let's do this Texas quiz, and we'll see how many you get and see how many Neil gets. All right. This is true-false, okay? There's only one uh, fill-in at the end. True-false. The capital of Texas is Dallas. False. The word Texas is derived from another language's word that means friends or allies. True. True. The Apollo 13 mission is where the expression Houston, we have a problem, comes from. True. True. Cattle and bison, cattle and bison, cotton, timber, and oil were the first four major industries to shape Texas economy prior to World War II. Cattle, oil... Yeah, if you had those two, that'd be true. True. Nice. You're four for four. Texas emits the most greenhouse gases in the United States. <laughs> uh, the most greenhouse gases as a state? As a state, yeah. Um, I suspect that's true. True. Juneteenth, also known as Juneteenth Independence Day or Freedom Day, is an American holiday that commemorates... The June 19th, 1865 announcement of the abolition of slavery in the United States, U.S. state of Texas. 
So there, uh, the question is stating that, that Juneteenth started in Texas? Yes. Um, I don't think it started in Texas. I'll say false on that one. I think it's true. That's the that's the that's what took me. My research took me right to Texas for Juneteenth. Interesting. Texas is one of seven states with no state income tax. That's true. True. The Yellow Rose of Texas is the state song. The state song. Um, I'll say true because I can't think of another. No, nope, it's Texas. Our Texas. Ah. The state flower is the blue bonnet. That's true. That is true. Sam Houston, arguably the most famous Texan, was actually born in Virginia. That's true. That is true. See if Neil knows that one since he's from Virginia, really. The whole family's from Virginia. Coke was invented in Waco, Texas in 1885. You know who? It was Dr. Pepper. Correct. Does Neil know that one? We'll see. Probably. If he doesn't know that one, because everything I read, we'll see. Um, And over 60-year tradition, Baylor University students celebrate Dr. Pepper Hour with free soda every Tuesday afternoon from 3 to 4. <laughs> oh, crap. Um, I'll say that that's true. True. Did you guys not do Dr. Pepper Hour? <laughs> we were so anti-Baylor. It was, it was, <laughs> I wouldn't have participated in something like oh, that. Oh, my God. The Heisman Trophy is named for John William Heisman, the first full-time coach and athletic director at TCU. No, that's false. False. It's Rice University. You're on fire. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys were originally known as the Dallas Steers. The name was quickly changed, however, when the team's general manager decided he didn't want a castrated mascot. really a question uh i think that's false nope that's true is it really yeah oh my gosh the dallas Steelers. the religion affiliated with tcu is baptist false false i knew you'd get that one disciples of christ the name of the ranch on the tv show dallas was the ponderosa false correct the name six flags refer to the flags of the six different nations that have governed texas true true Sam Houston, who helped Texas earn its independence from Mexico, was known as the boss of the plains. I don't know how you come up with that. I don't think that's true. <laughs> what do you want? False? <laughs> yes, yeah, false. Correct. No, the boss of the plains is the big Stetson hat. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's the original <laughs> big 10-gallon hat. Robert Griffin III, Jeff Dunham, and Trey Wingo are all Baylor alumni. True. True. And the name of the fight song is... Give me the name of the Baylor fight song. <laughs> Is it the old Baylor line? Yes. <laughs> All right. So you went out of 20. You went, I think, 18. 18 for 20. There's no way <laughs> Neil goes. Hey, see if he can even beat Danny. That'd be great. Great job, Brent. That All was right. Great job. Hold on one sec. Let me get these guys back in. Here we go. Just not right. All right, we're back. We got everybody you can't back. Get all of these. You're an idiot. Brent <laughs> <laughs> oh. went 18 out of 20, and yeah, deal. Here we go, baby. <laughs> you ready, buddy? Yeah. All right, Danny. We'll go with you at him. You want to help him? You can help him. If you uh, want. Or you just tell me what you to want. Do. You want? Okay. We'll go with who can. Maybe you can beat Danny. I don't know. Okay. The capital of Texas is Dallas. That's false. That's true. <laughs> nope. It is false. <laughs> Austin, Texas. It is Austin, Texas is the correct answer. Neil's one for one. The word Texas is derived from another language's word that means friends or allies. What, another language? What is the question? 
The word Texas is derived from. Oh, another, it's a true or false? True or false? They're all true and false to the last one. Friends. Yeah, you thought he was asking like, what's the word? The word allies. Texas is derived from another language's words that means friends or allies. He's true or false? He's saying it's true. Or false. true. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say it's true. Yeah, I'm gonna go true too. True. I was just guessing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, me too. It just sounded the way what you language? said it. What language? Texas. No, because I made him repeat the it. Mexican word. I made oh, him it's re- Mexican. Tejas. Yeah. Tejas. Tejas means friend. Okay. Like the hot sauce. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> the Apollo 13 mission is where the expression "Houston, we have a problem" comes true, from. True. Boo. That's a horrible question. Is it? I hope they get better. <laughs> Cattle and bison, cotton, timber, Uh-oh. and oil were the four major industries to shape the Texas economy before World War II. Wait, hit me with them again. Cattle and bison, cotton, timber, and oil were the four major yeah. industries I'm to shape sure. That sounds pretty yes. true, yeah. Except for the cotton part for some reason. Yeah, the only trick part of that was that last part you could have got us with. Like, uh, What do you want? What was the last sentence before World War II? Cattle and bison, cotton, timber, and oil were the four major industries to shape yeah, the Texas enough. economy Fine. before World War II. Yeah, that was the only trick of the question war, before World War II. It could have been before World War One. So, but I'm still saying true. Danny. Yeah. True. <laughs> guys are on, on fire. Texas is Texas emits the most greenhouse gases in the United States. Damn polluters. That do you know what? I'm gonna go. Does it include the Gulf of Mexico? So I'll say true. Danny. I'll this? say I want to say California, but I'm going to say true. True. Yeah, those polluters. <laughs> what does it mean? To, does it include the Gulf of Mexico? Yeah. Well, because that's where all those rigs are. There's drilling oh, shit and brother. dumping shit in the water and just destroying that's, our planet. That's how that, Neil is, that isn't emitting the greenhouse gas. But I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> don't help his logic, Brad. If you're going to try and out, give logic. a shit that they're sending shit up in the air when they're burning the oil because they got good text mix. Juneteenth, also known as Juneteenth Independence Day or Freedom Day, is an American holiday that commemorates commemorates the June 19th, 1865 announcement of the abolition of slavery in the U.S. state of Texas. I'm going to go ahead and say false. You're just too proud of that question. <laughs> I didn't even understand the question. Yeah, false. Juneteenth. There's a day they call Juneteenth. No, because Lenny's logic was he's going to try to do a long thing. the abolition us. of slavery down there. It was not a happy day for the... Okay, I'm going to say true. Okay, Danny beat you on that one. Damn. Sorry, Neil. Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Danny's beating Neil by one. Do y'all nice. have Juneteenth celebration? No, I've never here? even heard of it till today. You guys have it really? down there? I yeah. want to say no. I heard of that. Yeah, no. Juneteenth. Why do they still celebrate mm. that? Do you have Yom Kippur or Rosh Hashanah down there? Not very much. No. Joe, what about what's that Sukkot? Is it a sad day, Juneteenth, or bad? It's a, oh. it's a, it's a holiday, right? Black celebration yeah. day f- for their independence. No, but I, I, I didn't know it started in Texas. I Wait, got that one wrong too, Neil. What's so the one where you build the hut? Uh, have you ever heard of Sukkot where you build the hut? <laughs> is that like Festivus? <laughs> yeah, kind of. No, yeah. they they build the hut and then you get in the hut and you party all week. And yeah. they, it's a great holiday, but yeah. he's, should... he's changing that a little bit. But okay, I that's pretty. Why well, you can week. party in it all week? Yes, you can do whatever you want. I've never seen a party in it. But sure, that's you a new. Never been to my sukkah. Yeah, his. The, well, I want to go there because he invited me to his. Yeah. Right, can we do this? Yeah, let's go. Thanks. <laughs> Texas is one of seven states with no state income tax. Really? I'm going to say true. true. I'm going to say false. No, it's true. Dang it. I mean, why would they say that? That's amazing. The Yellow Rose of Texas is the state song. I think so. I'm say true to that. Yeah, I'll say true. That would be false. It's Texas or Texas. Well, to me, it's a, you already lost, <laughs> but me. let's keep going. To me, I don't know the Yellow Rose of Texas song. Does that count? To me, it is. The state flower <laughs> is our the... Song. Me and Nancy's song. Right, the state flower is what? Is the blue bonnet. 
That's true. That's definitely true. Just say true. I know it's true. Okay, it's true. All right, it's because true. Because named after Blue Bonnet Bowl. I thought it was the butter. It was Blue you Remember the Blue Bonnet Bowl football game? Everything's better with Blue Bonnet on it. No, not that. <laughs> <laughs> they had a college football bowl called yeah, the Blue Bonnet Bowl. That's a nice jingle. Before the corporate yeah. sponsorship started taking over. Sam Houston, arguably. Oh, uh, but Sam, hello. I also got my girlfriend her first corsage had blue bonnets. Oh. Nancy, hello, oh. Nancy. Yeah. Did she get roped away? Yeah, she, she's the one that left me. Jerk. Uh. <laughs> Still love you though. Sam Houston, arguably the most famous Texan, was actually born in Virginia. True. Yeah, you had to find that out. False. That is true. <laughs> Yeah, every time they ask a question like that, you have to say true because it's weird. No, but I thought he put I'm work into this. Neil unravel I thought, this put, I thought he put work into this. He doesn't know anything about Texas. Coke was invented in Waco, Texas in 1885. That's in the Coke Brothers? Coca-Cola. No, it's Dr. Pepper. Uh, false. It's not true. It's you, You've gotten it right. It was Dr. Pepper. That was an easy one because right. I drank a lot of Dr. Pepper. Waco is the home well, of Dr. Pepper. how about this one? An over 60-year-old tradition, Baylor University students celebrate Dr. Pepper Hour with free soda every oh, Tuesday that's afternoon. True. Don't even say it anymore. True. True. Did you, you ever go to that? that? Of course. Dr. Pepper flows from the water fountains yeah. at Baylor. You just shove it in. You <laughs> wait, no a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's you one of two he got wrong. How did you I get like that? Dr. That's Pepper. All, there wasn't know, a Dr. Said, Pepper Hour. That's all there was in Waco. Such a <laughs> Baylor was one. You got Dr. that Pepper right hour. because you thought the wrong thing. No, no, I did, Dr. You, Pepper was all over college. You were at class studying, and he was just going, "What does free soda?" Trust me, he was not a class studying. <laughs> <laughs> the Heisman Trophy is named for John William Heisman, the first full-time coach and athletic director at TCU. That's a definite <laughs> true, false. It's false. It was yeah. the athletic director at Rice. Navy. Oh, I rice. knew Rice. Yeah, I knew it was something. <laughs> Navy. Oh, yeah, Rice. <laughs> Navy Rice. Know. No, the Navy Rice, like an edible rice. Okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm just going to give you the first part. The Dallas Cowboys were originally known as the Dallas Steers. You know, that's definitely true. Boom. I know okay, that for gonna, a fact. All right, then it's true. It's true. How did you The know name that? was quickly changed, however, when the team's general manager decided he, want, he didn't want a castrated mascot. I didn't know that part. <laughs> See, you should have read the whole question. He would have gotten that wrong. That guy wore Probably. boots. I'll tell you that. The religion affiliated with TCU is Baptist. No, that's too easy. Get out of town with that. <laughs> Take your question. So that's false. Uh, Baylor's no, Baptist. False. Okay, false. TCU is Christian. False. That's correct. Neil got that right. The disciples Southern of Christ. Southern Baptist. SMU is Methodist. The you name of the ranch. Between, uh, we all had our own religions. I got mixed up. No help with this one, matter. Danny. Yeah. The name of the ranch on the TV show Dallas was the Ponderosa. That's false. That's Gunsmoke. <laughs> you got it. I South, do know my South TV. Southport. South the name Six go. Flags refers to flags of the six, six different nations that have governed Texas. True. Okay. True. True. For an extra extra bonus round, name Nemo. the Six Flags. The Six Flags that what? Just Flew over Texas. Oh, well, there's the, the Texas flag. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Lone Star State flag. The well, same that's thing. the same thing. Uh, I, I know, just making that clear. <laughs> that's one. I could. I could. Shit. Well, the American flag. There you go, two. two. Uh, definitely, we still won't know. We don't like Mexico and Texas, so not that what? flag. Dude, it doesn't matter whether we like, like them, them or not. not. Is it's it just a flag? The, 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 then we should have flown. Yeah, Mexico. There you go, three. Boom. 
three, the Tex-Mex uh, El Paso Tex-Mex? tortilla. Really? Uh, it's a tortilla Chichi, flag. Uh, <laughs> Papacitos, Mexican food. <laughs> sriracha. The sriracha the flag. The sriracha flag. Yeah. flag. I can see where this is going. The Confederates, the Confederates flag. Uh, they still uh, hang the Confederate the French flag. flag. The French flag oh, okay, and Spain. Makes- are the last one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Sam Houston. Did you know that? I did. Oh, shit. Sam, I, I, I don't know where the French fit into yeah, that, all this. They had they it for a quick uh, that minute. That was their down. territory, yes, right? Yeah. Oh, Sam Houston, who helped Texas earn its independence from Mexico, was known as the boss of the plains. Not um, Chief Gringo? <laughs> Chief Gringo. I'm going to say true to that. I'm going to say he was Chief Gringo. False. It's not true. The, the, the boss of the plains is the, the hat, the Stetson hat. Is the the main step the big like I mean he did um, I won won okay Robert Griffin the third Jeff Dunham and Trey Wingo are all Baylor alumni all of them wait what's the second one Jeff Dunham went to Baylor that's depressing yeah it's true okay I didn't know that true. I know True. the other two, but I didn't and know Jeff this is the only one is a fill in the blank. And I'll go to Danny first because he'll yeah. make up something funny. Yeah. The name of the Baylor fight song is Baylor fight song. Yeah. <laughs> With everything you heard, make up a Baylor fight song because there's no way you remember. Would know we're this. Baptists down there. Um, uh, I'll rope you and I'll kick you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that song title better than anything. God, Neil, do you want me to sing it? Sure. That good old Baylor line. Yeah! <laughs> oh, look, look at, at that. you. Look we at you. We march the ball from zone to zone. We fight I and go. I just make it all up. You got like 15, 14, 15 out of 20. You lost to Brent, but Shit, it was I, a good I let him win. Not bad. You did better than I thought you were going to do. Well, I, I, I can did. tell you. I love Texas. That ends that. All right, oh, we've come to fun. the end of the Thanks, show. Let's Brent. do um, let's do our one thing that we do a one thing of the week where we ha- one good thing that happened this week or one bad thing that happened this week. You can do it's a, like a pet peeve almost. Um, Neil, you want to start us off? Yeah, I did. I walked. Uh, I was remember I had the meltdown the other day, and yeah. I was like having a freaking cab driver, and so. I was. I live. I'm. Anyways, I'm on the Upper East Side. I'm on the Upper East Side all the time. I'm trying to get the thought out. So I. I stop in a museum. Yeah. The Frick Museum. Yeah. Yeah. The Frick. It's a okay. good museum. I you like, like the that. Frick Museum. I just. It just. That's what, all you gotta say is I was in the Frick Museum. I like the Frick Museum. I nice wanted museum. them to feel the anxiety that I suffered before I went into the Frick Museum. <laughs> and then when I went in there, there's a peaceful moment. I'm by myself. It's. It, I haven't done it in a long time. I went to a museum by myself, and it was. It was nice. I just nice. I had a moment, and I just was saying that. That's it. That's nice. The frick, and I didn't even know they had a bowling alley underneath. But I, I really oh, thought wow. thought of that one, Brent, because I want Brent to tell us. I want to take you on the balcony, and you got to tell us all about New York and sure. the frick. I won two hundred and fifty dollars and a five dollars scratch off ticket. Oh, Are you nice. serious? No, yeah. You buy scratch off tickets every once in a while, not a lot. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna buy a five, and I scratch two hundred fifty dollars. Will they cash it right there at the yeah, window? Two hundred fifty dollars, they will. What do, Over- they, what do you get? Just you got to pay taxes, right? Yeah, no, you don't. Not on two. Not on two fifty. Wow, that's amazing. Of the two fifty, what'd you cleared, do? What'd you do with eight dollars? I banked it. <laughs> <laughs> got to pay bills. Brent, you got one for us. I just love coming to New York. Beautiful, beautiful city, and uh, a lot of historical architecture. I'm, I'm telling sure. you, it's very inspiring. And a long ass cab ride. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Downtown traffic here is. Now, did you think of taking an true. Uber? Uh. Yeah, but I couldn't. It was like a five minute wait to get that get an Uber, and the uh, cab drove right by. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, I just had a big fight as I talked to you before the show with the the in, our 
the referral system of our healthcare system. I don't oh, know what man. our new healthcare is going to be or whatever it's going to oh. happen. Can you just get rid of the stupid referral system? You go see the doctor, you pay the doctor, let them work it out. I always have to go all, all over these places and get a piece of paper and bring it to a guy and bring it to that guy. I don't have to do this anymore because I think I'm on my wife's insurance now. So this is the end. But this paperwork from my last insurance is Ugh, a disaster. Awful. Can we just simplify this process, whatever it is? Brent, thank you so much. Thank you, gentlemen. Coming in. That was a I lot really of fun. Yeah, we have a, was fun. When we're done, yeah. we're going to go around the apartment and we'll go out on the balcony. There's plenty of architecture to see <laughs> yeah, out there. We'd wait. love you to tell That's us. That's the bonus. Come album. back and uh, play with us again. Yeah, right? thank you so much. You got it. Thanks, right. Brent. Bye.